There once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 everyone. The Yonko table has set sail yet again, this time into season three of The Boys. That's right, everyone. We are in the finale of all finales for The Boys. And it's been a long ride. We're on episode eight. And Lord knows how many episodes or how many seasons we have left. We know we have at least one more season greenlit. And who knows how far the story will go from there. But we are here to talk about the season three finale. Did it deliver? Did things make sense? Um, Were the battles as high octane as we wanted them to be with these juggernauts going at each other's throats? We're here to talk about it. We're here to deep dive it. But with me, as always, to join the deep dive is fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop. Grandmaster, the boys, season three. Are you a Ryan Stan? I notice I'm, no, I'm, I'm concerned. I'm not a Ryan Stan. Just this menacing. Who would have thought such a grim foretelling of future events could come from this little boy and this that oh, very very tiny like he's like do i do i like this i think i do like you this know this makes me happy it it was a it was a great way to end uh the season finale uh i do believe this was a good finale i i think hero gasm was a better episode all and all all around better episode still uh, but they did some good things here, and we'll get into it. And I found it enjoyable. Um, so yeah, I'm ready to discuss. I'm I'm curious to hear y'all's opinions on the episode. And that is what we're here to deep dive. Uh, and don't forget, folks, join our Patreon, join our Discord. You get to continue the conversation. Maybe if you disagree with our thoughts, maybe if you agree with them, check out the Discord and join the discourse. Let us know what you think. But for this episode specifically, we are not alone. Supernovas are here to join us today. And let's get into it. So, Butcher, Huey, and if you want to throw in Lenny in there, uh, they got a complex thing going on. But before, actually, before I deep dive, you know, the Butcher, Huey, and Lenny complex, final episode you know uh what did you think overall was it did it deliver did uh is this the best season of the boys so far and what does a season four potentially have to do from here for you to keep uh to to continue to be interested in the boys well i guess i can go um best season so far that's kind of difficult to say i wouldn't say so it was a good season, not the best, but I am excited about the finale just because of the ending. Um, I am hyped to see how Homelander is going to rebuild the seven. And we're going to talk about this more later on, but the sevens are done. 
there are no more like that team doesn't exist anymore so he's gonna have to rebuild it so i want to see new cast new character because i got tired of the old cast so i'm excited about that you got tired of the old cast yeah because they either were not doing anything or they were being useless the deep never used his power this season a train used it once mave was mia the entire season um black noir was also mia and so well, the entire season, really. They did some characters dirty. Yeah, well, they so, all they all had their reasons. It wasn't like I mean, they just... no, they all had the reason, but like I feel like none of these characters did anything. And to be fair, it's bad writing. What? But that's the bad whole point. Writing. Homelander calls them out. He Literally. does call. He does call them out. But like, I want to see the thing from the previous season. I want to see them fight. I want to see them go under fake mission and messing it up. So like, you just want more from the seven? Yeah, from the seven and the side characters, really. Like the side heroes. For example, one of my favorite episodes early on was when A-Train had the race with the other guy. The race lasted a second, but it was hilarious. Like, I don't know. Like, it's little things like this I like. Or the, the plane disaster with Maeve. That was another good episode. I mean, I don't know, man. Like... I just did not see the other characters enough, and I feel like we grew away from them, and it's time to move on from that group of people. Introduce new characters, new cast, new heroes, new powers. The best thing about last season was Stormfront, but she's dead. So we need somebody new. Well, I would I wouldn't say it's bad writing. I feel this is a it's a transition season. We saw Stan Egger get the boot. We saw Homelander come in. And he can't run this. He's terrible. He has no idea what he's doing. And on top of that, you got characters like the Deep, who sucks, you know? So I feel this season, I can see what you're saying, though, as far as the, but in earlier seasons, everything was better for, like, everything was, you know, in their lives, everything was, you know, A-Train could go do a race. Uh... I don't I for, I don't even remember that whale sequence and how that even worked out but uh you know you, we can have episodes where the deep calls the whale to stop the boys I think that's how it went but this season I feel now that I'm you kind of opened my idea to it um like it was uh kind of a everybody was kind of changing and shifting we saw and specifically the boys too we didn't really see them go on like daring missions they went to Russia once yeah. and that was kind of it i feel that was like the only mission they went on and I mean, everything else was kind of directly related to uh soldier boy soldier boy or what's going on with the seven so uh it's, it seems going into next season they kind of have a goal as far as you know with nadia or uh victoria whatever you want to call her yeah uh, so maybe we'll and we'll with homelander We'll probably see, you know, like you're saying, maybe he's gonna actually kind of recruit some people that kind of fit the agenda of these fanatics. Yeah. Uh, so that could that could be interesting moving forward. But uh, I I think this season definitely uh, has its own identity as far as you know. Again, we kind of break down a lot of these characters this season, and now either they are brought back up by the finale, or we're gonna continue to see them brought back up in the next season so i can i can i can give them props for what they did here but 
I, I can definitely see what you're saying too, as far as just kind of showcasing the world a little more. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's where I stand. I, I think I see this as like a, <clears throat> a like a falling out uh, season. You know, we've always seen um, the seven somewhat be on the same page for the most part. I mean, obviously Homelander's in charge and he's kind of forcing everyone to agree with him. But, you know, they for the most part, they seem unified in their own messed up way, right? They, they had to somehow get past uh, Black Noir. They had to somehow fool the deep or whatever. Uh, this one, you know, everyone is kind of splitting off. And, and Homelander points it out too. He looks at um, the remainder of his squad, even in this episode. He, he's done it before, but he's done it even in this episode too. He's talking to A-Train, Ashley, and um, uh, The Deep. And he's like, I hate you guys so much. <laughs> You're not my family. And that's all he wanted. And I'm starting to see, so there's a segment of the fandom that really thinks uh, Homelander the same Homelander that is in a bloody mess behind. Don't say he's uh, redeemable. Is it that group it, of people? It's uh, the ones that say he's a misunderstood hero. He is redeemable. Uh, 100%. <laughs> with all the blood behind Toasty's background, the same character, same character. And I'm like, no. And, and I understand where they're going to be coming from from this, where they're going to watch an episode like this. And I would say this is probably the most human We've seen Homelander to a certain degree. Again, still messed up in the head, still psycho. But tell me how many people has Homelander killed as he's crying? Only one person. Black oh. Noir. Oh, while crying. Okay. While crying. Maybe not like, you know, bawling his eyes out, but he's upset. He He's upset and frustrated. And the only way he can do that is by killing Black Noir. Again, I'm I'm, I'm kind of jumping ahead, but I just wanted to outline uh, that mentality, you know, because you got this psychopath raising a little mini psychopath in your background, and it's like, oh yeah, he's a, they can change. They they haven't lost their ways uh, yet. Mm. My but, my argument to those people: he's still a murderer, and like before the breakdown of a psychosis. He was out here murdering people pri primarily based on ego. So right. I'm going to I'm I'm leave it at that so we can get into whatever else is happening in this finale. Yeah. Go ahead, Toasty. Go ahead. Say something say, I was going to play double advocate and you say... You can. You can make Homelander, the argument. Yeah. Homelander is a product of his environment, really. He's not really evil. He was that is what evil. that side says. Yeah, he they use think, that as an argument. Yeah, think of a lion in chain and always beating the lion. The minute you take off the chain, he's gonna go off and bite every neck that he sees. That's Homelander. He was being controlled from day one. And I recommend again to the people who have not watched the boys uh what if show the animated series. Diabolical. Diabolical, go watch it because there's an episode about Homelander. Wait, it's when a what if show? most it's, of it's, it uh, it's it's shorts unrelated shorts like no serialization they're just all except, standalone except for one episode where it's about homelander's first mission not sure if it's canon or not but if it is canon it really shows to you that he was not always evil from the beginning it's the people behind the ground behind the scene like stan were controlling everything who made him like this so 
it makes sense to me why he's like this. Okay. He wants. He just wants a family. Give him a family, and he'll be okay. Mm. Clearly, he'll be okay. <laughs> Debatable still. <laughs> Given the ending of this episode, but we'll get there. Exactly. He did because of his family. But let's leave it for that. Let's go. Let's leave it for that. Um, Butcher, Huey, and the Lenny complex. Um, we have this scene where uh, Butcher actually listens to Starlight from the previous episode. Right, um, because that was one of our concerns. Is Butcher gonna like just bring Huey along on this death mission, or what exactly is gonna happen? Because he literally had a dream or a nightmare, whatever you want to call it, about what happened with his brother, and here he is doing the same thing after learning that lesson. He's doing the same thing with Huey, At, but then this episode shows like, okay, he didn't tell him that it was um, deadly, you know, Temp V, but. He knocked him out so that he couldn't take Temp V, you know, gave him a concussion. All right. Not my go-to, you know, uh, solution to preventing someone from taking Temp V, but it's a same butcher result. solution. Same result. Right. It stopped him. It stopped him. And uh, it made Huey appreciate Butcher even more after that, because after that, that's when he learns from Starlight that that Temp V is actually deadly. It will harm you. Um, they didn't really make clear, uh, because see, this is the thing. This is something that's a little weak, in my opinion, in the writing for this, for, for this season finale. And I feel like last season kind of did something similar where there were moments in the, in the season two finale where I was like, I'm liking this, but that doesn't make sense. And the only reason why, uh, I, I noticed that is because the boys for the most part is pretty consistently great in the writing department so when something trips on its shoelace uh in a scene i notice it more so in a so for example in in, in season three in, in this one in the finale um starlight made it seem as if the more temp v you take as anything beyond like just a single dose maybe maybe even two doses you start developing lesions tumors you're like you're you're basically signing a death warrant uh, when you take it just like twice minimum. Huey hopped up on Temp V how many times? Like more than twice. Definitely yeah, more like than three twice. times. Yeah. Three to four, I want to say, right? Four is probably the max. Um, I thought Huey was pretty, I mean, he's bleeding through his ear, he's bleeding through his nose, but for some reason, he seems fine after stopping it. And it's, it seems, and again, jumping ahead a little bit, but Butcher's the only one that seems to be suffering from the repercussions of Temp V. Now, mind you, he has taken it more than Huey, clearly. Yeah. Uh, but still, it's like, so Huey has no consequences from that? I mean, maybe in season four, they'll explore that. Like, oh, Huey, you know, you stopped, but uh, I don't know, man. You kind of got this going on. I doubt they will. No, they but won't. moments like that. Well, Huey still like has that. a vial. He may well, take it again. Well, you see, are you talking about the vial in the he scene where up. he looks at he looks at it? Mm -hmm. I did not take that as a scene where he's taking it for a later use. I took it as he saw again jumping ahead. But during that moment when he noticed Starlight was in trouble, he saw the temp V. He had the temp V, and he could have yeah. taken the temp V, but knowing what he told starlight what starlight has been telling him this entire season 
he does not need to sacrifice himself in this way to to be the hero oh, and, I, I, I agree immediately from after that scene he puts it away I, I mean i don't know if he set it down or he put it in his pocket but that's, that's what i'm talking see what you said right there he puts oh. it away he doesn't throw it away he doesn't get rid of it wait wait i'm saying we don't know do we know we do he put- he doesn't he puts it away like he puts it in his pocket. Yeah, and he then does. he turns yeah. on all the lights. Yeah. Okay, got it. Got it. It could I, be kind of just putting it away. I feel like they're most likely going to use this plot with Butcher and have Butcher die in the last season. That's really how the boys things going to end. It's going to end with Butcher's dying, probably saving the little boy from Grandmaster's uh, picture background, and nearly he's going to be dead. Like, I don't see Yui dying. I see Butcher dying, and then the season ending. I thought I, Huey was gonna I, die. I episode. did think I, you know, just talking about Huey in general. I did think he was gonna make the sacrifice here because, mm-hmm. um, you know, Soldier Boy was gearing up to blow up everybody. I thought Huey might have teleported him away. I thought that was what oh, was okay. gonna happen. That would have been a moment. Ooh, yes. like um, uh. Uh, DBZ Cell Saga style. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, what, uh, but I, I guess I'm still okay with what happened here. But um, you know, back to the whole butcher knocking out uh, Huey. Uh, I, I, I that scene works for me because it's butcher. You know, butcher straight up says, "You the spitting image of Lenny." Uh, you know, boy, that's that's butcher coming to terms with his feelings about you know uh, Huey and you know. Uh, basically knocking out Huey is what he should have done for Lenny, basically saving him, you know, right? Vers- right. versus it's leaving it. him to puff up. Puff so, up. It was a good character soul. moment for Butcher. I mean, he could have just told him, but probably, you know, knocking him out was probably for best because Huey right. was still kind of, you know, he needed a wake up call. So right. what better way to wake up than getting knocked out? And he probably would have just said, you know, oh, well, I mean, but what about you? You need help. You know, I, I, I can stop, but, you know, I'm such a good boy. And, uh, well, no, what did Maeve call him? Uh, he called him, um, oh, my God. He, he, she said when, May, when, when Starlight and Maeve came into the apartment and, mm. and um, I'm sorry, when Starlight and Huey came into the apartment, Maeve was sitting there. And he was like, "Oh my God, you're you're fine. That's great, Maeve. How are you?" And oh. she's like, um, "She's like, uh, do you just come into any place and just give off energy? Like, hello, I am a bottom." <laughs> oh, bottom. She called him a bottom, right? Yeah, oh my bottom. God. And he's like, "Oh, okay." Uh, he just walks off. So, she's so mean. Oh my God. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't speak for no bottoms, and I'm not a bottom. My, I mean, I, I can't be. Interesting. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's just i mean I, she's that was that was mean of her but whatever it like, was funny it was silly I, shout out to the bottoms out there shout out you're great we see you huey stands with you um but yeah so we have you know queen Maeve joining the fight and she has her own agenda too you know, I, and I like this because uh, it, it kind of culminates into a lot of these different relationships and goals that reach into that uh, that newsroom. But you start to see it now where um, Starlight and Huey, they just want to stop Soldier Boy. That's their only motive right now. Queen Maeve, on the other hand, is saying, wait, uh, what? No, we're there. We're going to kill Homelander. That's what we're going to do. 
And you, you see more hints of that when they meet up with MM and Frenchie and she just, Queen May just chucks the, the perfume, right? Cause Frenchie yes, put like in the a, perfume. Yep. Put in the perfume bottle and she just chucked it out. It's like, no, we're not, we're not putting this guy to sleep. We are, we are killing Homelander. I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it, 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 see, um, it, it makes it a fun finale because you think now that they're all together, they're all going to be kind of, you know, let's go in here and do the thing. But also on top of that too, Soldier Boy's in the other room, like, um, well, when they go to Butcher's apartment too, that's when they all come together, right. you know? Yeah. Um, but it's like, and Soldier Boy in, you know, where we left off in uh, episode eight, a uh, seven, uh, we didn't know if Soldier Boy would tell them that he knows Homelander's his son. Here, we straight up, he straight up did tell them that off Homelander's- Off screen too, right? Off screen, yeah. yeah. It was off screen. You see, oh man, I didn't like I'm, that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. It just, I feel it goes, it kind of just, it makes you, it's ambiguous and it makes you think about kind of just Soldier Boy's psyche in general. How probably casually he said it. He was like, yeah, I came in, I came in the cup. They, that 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 fuck Homelander, that's my son. Uh, uh, but we got a deal, mate. Yeah, I still want to kill the prick, um, but he's my son. Um, so yeah, you have you have these factions divided among the the core group, and then you have the wild card that is Soldier Boy, and it creates a that, that was a great little scene because again, you got to understand Maeve's plight. This dude said, "I'm gonna rip out your eggs." and fertilize them Ooh, on my yeah, own account. Yeah, she had even more reason. You know, yeah, that's fair. So I'm like, I, I totally get Maeve. I get where everybody's coming from here. Right. You know, there's like no kind of right way to do it, but I don't know. I am team Homelander had to die. I was that team. I'm like, y'all deal with Soldier Boy after the fact. Get rid of Homelander. It's like a perfect opportunity. You have a perfect weapon right here. So I'm, I'm on their, that team. Let's kill Homelander, then deal with Soldier Boy. But I understand the, uh, you know, the just plight of Soldier Boy is it just doesn't care who gets in the way of him killing his team. You know, they're all they're all on the chopping block. No, I agree. Um, I mean, what was it? I think their their mindset going in was let's save those not worth saving yes. and i know it's, it's specifically referring to butcher because you know everyone hates butcher at this point <clears throat> they've hated butcher already but just as the season goes on as the series for goes a good on, reason they hate him more and more and more um and uh but in a way that that kind of stretch that mentality kind of stretches to how they're feeling about homelander they're not going there to try and kill homelander homelander's not worth saving but in a way they're kind of saving him mm -hmm. by stopping Soldier Boy. So I like that dynamic. I like it. Yeah, um, it's just fun to see them go back and forth on that, like, you know. Right. Because, yeah, nobody in Vought is worth worth saving. Nobody. Not even Ashley. <laughs> no. Or Ashley. <laughs> no. You Come didn't on. see her hair? I don't care. She does that to her own self to keep her sanity she's like actually oh so is that like from stress is that that is yes, that she is was ripping gonna, her hair yes that is the constantly ripping her hair out yeah they so show wait, her doing it multiple so, times yeah wait 
so let me dial it back a little bit. Uh, so her not having hair is tied to that one scene that we saw where she got frustrated. No, she's no. ripped out her hair multiple times this season. Yeah. Really? In this yeah. season? Yes. yes. I really only well, remember one moment. She, she did, did it in the in bathroom. Like the bathroom. Yeah. That was the first one. Oh, which she did it. She did it with a train when she called him out. That's yeah. the one I remember. That's the one I remember. No, she did it multiple times. Yeah, throughout it's supposed the to show like every time she was stressed a lot. We saw her doing it during a high moment of stress. The first episode was the interview. The second was a train. We have to assume that she was under constant stress the entire season. So she really ripped everything off her head, which I know we're not supposed to laugh. It was hilarious. No, you can no, laugh. You can she, laugh. She, she did it to that's herself. Self, that, yes, it's self-inflicted. You can laugh. I mean, it is just stress. I mean, I would be stressed too, working under a megalomaniac like Homelander, you know? So I I get it. And it's hilarious because it just reveals she went home and pulled out more hair. And she, more. take off that fucking wig. <laughs> she never went home. <laughs> she slept at the office. She's just honestly, that poor girl. I feel like they do at this point. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like they don't have a home. Um, that that scene was so funny. It She's was like, really good. what wig? <laughs> what wig? <laughs> um, because I, I I like how he went down the line too. Uh, oh yes. He, he he made fun of. Well, first he told uh, the deep to like you know he whispered the whole the thing in his ear to assassinate um, mm -hmm. uh, singer, uh, or no, I'm sorry, not, not singer. singer. Uh, I think it was his opponent. BP. No, his yeah, the yeah, vice the president. Yeah. Okay. Um, assassinate him. Said the ball thing about Ashley. Then he looks at A train and you. <laughs> uh, you killed your own kind. Despicable. Despicable. Mm. Um, I thought a I'm telling you, A Train is just so frustrating. I you should have just killed him off. You should have just killed him off. Because, because, and you know what? Let's go into that scene, right? Because it's the only scene worth mentioning with A Train. Yes, correct. Uh in, in this uh episode. Um, he goes and he visits um uh what's his, his name? Brother. His brother. His, yeah. His brother, who, I mean, we already knew that he was paralyzed from the waist down, but now we actually see him, you know, paralyzed from the waist down. And uh, he's not all too proud. His brother's not all too proud that A-Train killed a soup. You know, he wanted to see that dude be held accountable for his actions. And I guess A-Train took it into his own hands to make him accountable, but to his brother's eyes, that's not justice. No, it, it really is not because to the world's eye, uh, Blue Hawk died a victim. Yeah, yeah, he's still yeah, a hero. He's a victim. To a lot of yeah, people. he's still a hero. A hero that died in the line of duty. Exactly, but instead, Blue Hawk should have gone to prison. He should have served his time. None of that can ever be done. He paralyzed the brother. So vigilancy, vigilancy, or whatever he pronounced that word. Vigilancy. Vigilancy. Villa, uh, Vigilanteism. <laughs> yeah, that um, it doesn't work for that reason specifically. Like it just does right. not. And by well, the way, beautiful a, Ashley. By the way, guys. Oh, oh terrible. <laughs> it's it's a it's um it's a great again. This I think I feel the boys has been really nailing the parallels to real world and realism. Uh, you know, imagine. 
it's like it's 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 a it's a very polarizing topic. It's like imagine someone like Derek Chauvin, the guy who knelt down and murdered George Floyd. Imagine if someone went out and just killed him. There will be a group of people who would be, you know, happy that he's dead. But then there's a group of people who would probably wanted the justice system to prevail and put this man behind bars now which he is going for 21 years still not enough but like you know the boys does this in a medium where you can relate because it's like the blue hawk will not be the first soup to commit racist acts you know oh, yeah. and he's probably lost. not the only he's one he's not the first and he's not the last correct so and then a train's brother put it perfectly you know he's still a He's a murderer. He doesn't want his children, his nephews and nieces around their uncle who's out here just blatantly murdering. And when it when it really comes down to it, A-Train really did still do it out of his own selfishness. But you see, I would argue the brother is a fool in that point because there's no way in hell you work with A-Train at Vought and did not know the heroes were murderers. There's no way in hell. Everybody That's that works in Vought knows the villain or scumbags. You want to tell me the entire years you worked there, nothing ever popped out? Actually, Atrium was a douche from season one. No, it I, it depends on first how high up the food chain they are and also what's their relationship with the hero. You know, he's the uh, his brother's the coach for A-Train, and yeah. that's about it. Usually the other people that are just regular employees they i mean if homelander looks at you like stop that um you stop but like yeah. they haven't seen the real atrocities that these people have have done Honestly, they have not seen the airplane scene and i think actually what it really comes down to too is his brother was probably aware but he knew a train had never crossed that line as much as he knew but then right. you know the whole pop claw thing and robin that those instances finally kind of opened his eyes out to where you know robin was an accident and pop claw was a straight up murder he was living in denial but to me really like the lat this is why i have such a problem with a train because i feel like nothing that happens with this guy is redeemable in any way um his brother is frustrated with him rightfully so he's telling him to get the hell out of his house a train sees that his brother is mad at him and as his brother is pushing weight against a train a train to spite him and again it's a moment of weakness that he regrets but he moves out of the way so that his brother can fall on the ground i don't know if you guys noticed that it's this expression that yeah. a train has where he's like you know he he, he uh his his face is blank at first because his brother's yelling at him but the more his brother kept like, you know, telling him to get out, get out, and he's touching him, he A-Train like kind of gets a stern face, like, okay, come on, you wanna keep touching me? And then he moves. And immediately he regrets it. He's like, oh my God, dude, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But his brother tells him to get out. To me, this man is not redeemable. Yeah, he's a scumbag to the heart. Like Simple nothing, nothing about mm -hmm. his character is Oh wait, wait! What, scum. What well, Tosi said, "Scumbag to the heart." Look who, look whose heart he is. Oh, look, at that. That look at that. That was intentional. No, it was an accident. But anyways, <laughs> there are no accidents. <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, this guy, I, 
my God. It's, it's not like I was gearing up to like him, but if there was a shift in his character that should have happened, it should have been now. I, th it's not I think I think A Train can be redeemed, but he Ooh. he is living in this world where it's really kind of black. It's black and white. What's good and what's wrong, and he's teetering the line, and he always falls back into what's wrong. He just needs to do some good, and not be like running to his brother every time he does something good trying to get a cookie just do good for your own being your own person a train's been trying to you know he's always been trying to satisfy others you know that's always been his shtick trying to satisfy a homelander and the seven the people that bought his fans and whatnot but again the, the only time he cares is when anything bad happens to him that's when he wants you know his due diligence or whatnot so he just needs to go do good. And that's the only way he can be redeemed. Do good for others, not yourself. And that's what that's really what it comes down to. That's the only way I can see him being redeemed. And if Homelander puts him out on the street, well, he's got nothing else. So Right. Yeah. Um, so I and it's the only significant scene we have with A Train. He just kind of dips after that. Know where I have no idea where he's going. Uh where not that he runs away, but you know, he's gone. He, he's not in the episode anymore after uh those two major scenes, which is the one where Homelander's kind of ripping on all of them and uh the scene with his brother. After that, he's pretty much just gone. Um, so I guess season four, we'll see what uh he thinks about all the shenanigans going on. Uh, but before the final battle, there's still one more. Uh, character that decides to make his fateful return uh black noir he decides to come back and this i found was a little lame um anticlimactic anticlimactic stop saying lame no more lame oh my god stop don't you dare <laughs> i'm warning you um goodness gracious uh uh right black noir comes back and he has this newfound resolve saying, I'm gonna stand up to the guy that essentially did this to me. I can't talk. I can barely string together uh, sentences anymore. Like even, even in writing because half my brain was splattered uh, against the Jeep in, in Nicaragua. Um, <laughs> so it's gone. He can't do that stuff anymore. So, you know, his his little imaginary friends are, are saying, uh, what's his name? Uh, um bucky right bucky bucky the B beaver right no no no. i mean a uh, black noir's name don't they call oh, him by oh his name? irving 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 you, you got to stand up to soldier boy we're proud of you you know what that reminds me of the show out of jimmy's head oh don't yes no it does it does <laughs> yeah it does. that's what i was reading really what i thought to about mention it last week but like the Memories. way it looks i know Unlocked. Yes, core memory I, out of Jimmy's head. How dare you bring up such <laughs> trash on trash. this podcast? You want to know why it reminds you of out of Jimmy's head? It's because the main cartoon character in in this you know this this uh, group of cartoon characters in Black Noir, the main one's a beaver. Yeah, out of Jimmy's head, the main cartoon character was a beaver. No, he was like he was a squirrel. He looked. He looked like a beaver. They had buck teeth. Buck I mean, teeth. Co conceptually, they are brown. the same. 
conceptually they are the same, but come on, out of Jimmy's head. Out of Jimmy's head. Ah, I can't believe you brought that up. But I thought this was heartbreaking because when, I mean, wait, did you already, you didn't already say the. Oh, no, I didn't say it yet. Well, I mean, I guess I alluded to it because I said it was anticlimactic. Well, okay. It it was anticlimactic because we didn't get to see Soldier Boy confront uh, Black Noir and, you know, they didn't really get that closure. I think that would have been better, you know, uh, but I, I, I don't know. I, it's anticlimactic that Homelander just, you know, pull ignites the lightsaber in a Han Solo esque, you know, That's you should have cool, told, man. or, or even like the Godfather type. Uh, uh, I know it was you, Fredo. You should have told me, Noir. You should have told me you were my best friend. Um, yeah, I wish we could have seen him get that closure with Soldier Boy, him really rising up because the animal friends wanted him to step up to Soldier Boy. They didn't, they didn't count for this. This wasn't right. supposed to be happening, but I found it heartbreaking when his last, like, you know, the last thing he sees is his animal friends saying, we're still p- p- proud of you, Irving. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, that was that was sad. That was it, it sad. Was, I, yeah. Yes, it was hard. I mean, the whole scene itself was heartbreaking from multiple angles. You have that part with uh, Black Noir, you know, uh, saying goodbye to his animal friends. Uh, but then also, like what I mentioned earlier with Homelander, Homelander doesn't really feel pity or sadness from killing anyone. Maybe the closest he would have felt was when he killed uh, the the old um ceo of vi or i don't know if it was ceo but the the oh, woman the that he girl. killed his, the, the girl the, the breast milk right yeah. the breast milk from season one uh but I, i'm pretty sure he didn't feel sadness over that obviously he didn't want to lose her but i don't even think mm. he looked sad from the event this one i mean black noir went mia for god knows how long and he comes back just out of nowhere and i thought homelander was gonna get pissed but Part of him probably did want to get pissed, but he's like, this is my only friend. Friend in quotation marks. But um, Black Noir kind of sees him as a friend too, in his own weird little way. Uh, they, they, they hug it out and everything. Um, and and then Homelander asks him the question, you know, how long? Well, first uh, Homelander comes in and he sees Black Noir sharpening his blades because he's, he's ready to confront Soldier Boy. Which, by the way, it it's also dumb that Soldier Boy did not get to see the state he left Black Noir in. Right, After, missed opportunity. That would yeah. have been a nice conversation. Obviously, Soldier Boy is just gonna say, "What are you, Black Noir? What's going on here? It's You're like, dumb what? now. You can't fucking talk. <laughs> <laughs> you need me to beat more sense into you? Hey, then, hey, I got a piece of your brain from Nicaragua. You left it on the windshield. <laughs> Thought you might need it. He would say that. He would say something like that. But we didn't get that. Uh, instead, we get this Homelander uh, and co- this Homelander conversation with Black Noir, where Homelander is raising doubt on whether or not he wants to kill Soldier Boy. And um, he he then, I mean, Black Noir saying no. Like we have to kill him. This is someone. And it's funny because Blood Noir has seen what Homelander has done. He's, he knows about the atrocities, but Soldier Boy, that 
Black Noir has some personal history, and that's where he draws the line. He is not willing to uh, open the gate to be like, yeah, Soldier Boy can hop in with us, sure. That. But to be fair, Homelander until this season never technically physically abused his team members. He would verbally abuse them, but he never went after no, somebody and beat them up. He would physically abuse. And the one I I call to is yeah. when he cornered Starlight in the elevator in season two, and he did this thing where like he like jabbed his hand into her uh, uh, append uh, appendage area. Appendage. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Her right. stomach area. He was gonna like rip her out. That was the one scene we've seen him do it. He's a hundred percent done it with the other heroes to like put Honestly. them in line. I guess because I was going to say the logic with Black Noir going over to Homelander against uh, Soldier Boy is because in the cartoon, it showed to us that Soldier Boy was a psychopath. He beat up anybody at any moment. It seemed that Homelander, like Soldier Boy, has some kind of restraint unless somebody was testing him. Right. If, if he didn't test no, Homelander, yeah. he didn't go off. Soldier Boy seemed to go off at any moment. Like we right. saw in the cartoon, he beat up Gunpowder, and the rest of the squad had black eyes, saying, "Oh man, we can't be next. <laughs> Let's back up, guys. Sucks for you, right. buddy." Right, yeah. right. Um, I mean, it, it is something where I, I think Homelander is a little bit of a nicer leader than Soldier Boy. hundred percent. Still terrible, but yeah. compared to Soldier Boy, I mean, Black Noir is weighing his options, and I think. I think because uh, Homelander views himself as Black Noir's friend, I would like to think there was never a scenario where he had to put Black Noir in his place. It's just yeah. something where whenever he had to lay down the hammer with the rest of the seven, uh, he just assumed Black Noir. I mean, Black Noir is quiet all the time. He's he never second said in shit. He's right. His, he's his second in command. He wasn't. Yeah. If he's laying down the hammer, it's not for Black Noir to fall in line. It's for everybody else. Exactly. So, so for him, he's like, "All right, I, we're best friends." It, it's we'll a, it's a weird thing because, did I feel some sympathy for Homelander having to kill his friend? Yes and no because no, you did not have to kill him. Well, I understand your mental state is so fragile that the most trusted person, him. right, the most trusted person in your world lied to you. And so, you know, you can't have that in your life. So I, I'm like, I guess Homelander. Are you sympathizing? I said, I uh, did part of me sympathize with him. Yes. And I did, I did think those tears were real. But oh in, yeah, for it's sure. In its own psychotic way, of course. Right. You know. Um, right. Like you, I, again, I don't think, I don't think the knowledge of Soldier Boy being Homelander's father really would have done anything for Homelander because he was on ice. Soldier Boy's on ice in Russia. I don't know why that knowledge is so pertinent to him. You know. I uh, think it's just because of what he's been saying this entire season, like the whole concept of family. He really feels that what Bot didn't give him was the one thing that he wanted the most. And if he had known that there was his dad somewhere in Russia, I mean, he, he's, he's Homelander. He would have just flown over there and blown everything up until they gave up Soldier Boy. I mean, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I, yeah. 
I, I don't think the knowledge would have solved anything. I think you still have this broken, fragile man who, oh, yeah. of Not, course, Soldier Boy's gonna. Yeah, clear. It, it wasn't gonna fix anything with Homelander, but in his mind, he would have tried. He, he still would have sought him, thinking that that's his missing piece. That's the other piece of him that that he's missing. Right, and I like. Well, I mean, we'll get there, but I like what this episode does in terms of you know. Do we want to talk about it? Well, why don't we talk about the just where are we here? The well, no, we have one more thing. The whole Ryan and your that, that's what I was alluding to. Okay, I, sure, I, I yeah. thought that's what you were talking about. Oh no, I meant the other thing about the oh. meeting the first time. The meeting no, the, the first the, time. The, oh yeah, Hi, but, Grandpa. Oh wait, that's it. Oh okay, I, I. But no, but we got to talk about you know Ryan. Right. We kind of said like, this. Right? Yeah. Homelander yeah. comes in and he fills in the void that Butcher left, essentially, at the beginning of this season. So right. what happened to the lady, Grace? She's alive. She's there. She, um... she was there at the end. She was putting Soldier Boy on ice. Yes, correct. Mm, okay, I didn't even realize that. Okay. Put that fucking phone away. I can hear you whittling your thumbs over there. <laughs> oh, my God. That was yeah. funny. That was funny. He's scary. Um, He's scary. Wait, he does that scary. mean she now works for Vought or was it another organization? It's another organization. Eyes? Well, Nadia is the one that gave the information out. She was, no, she's CIA. She's still CIA. Okay. Like the CIA funds the boys. That's where they get all their funding. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, oh man, uh, we, 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 we called this, we talked about this. But yeah, um, it kind of sucks because um, a boy kills his mom. Uh, the dude, the mom says to trust in, you put your trust in Butcher, ultimately leaves you and says it's your fault she's dead. You know, there's no reassurance. And then here comes your biological dad, who your mom fucking hates. And, and yet he's the only one who can partially understand. You know, right? It's, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's frustrating to see because it's like Butcher, you had one job just protect this kid, mold this kid, make sure he doesn't end up like Homelander. You failed exactly. And he did the same thing that happened to Homelander, he just stuck them with somebody he the kid didn't want to, mm-hmm. barely saw him when in reality, he could have easily kept the kid close to him. And Homelander would have never tried to come after him because they had a relationship with the CIA. Right. There was no reason to send the boy away. I mean, honestly, it's a failure on Butcher's part. It shows really how Butcher, even though he loved his wife, at the end of the day, he still hated the kid because the kid was Homelander's son. So he let his hate take over the responsibility and the promise he made to his wife. Right. I mean, it's 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 a it's a layered thing because was there a bit of hate yes but it's also butcher afraid that he's going to have another lenny situation you know as far as you know uh what he ran away from he left lenny because he thought he would you know be lenny's downfall right but the same thing happened here he left the kid and he ended up being the kid's downfall right the same yeah it's um it's cyclical it's a cycle so honestly what about the part about meeting the grandfather that was the best part all right so (laughs) this this has build up you know this has some really good build up because before that happens 
Soldier Boy has the conversation. I think uh I think it was with Butcher or Yeah, Huey. it was with Butcher. It was with Butcher and Yui. Actually, no, it was with Butcher because he mentioned the thing with his dad. Yes, and how his dad said, uh, well, while he wasn't a test tube, he had a father. Mm-hmm. He signed up for the trial and he was like, you know, a privileged kid. And then, yeah, uh, but he sucked at being this privileged kid. Yeah, he and, went to boarding school. He got kicked out. The father was pissed. So he joined the military right. to make the family proud. And then he took the serum and he's like, dad, look at me. I'm a I'm a soup. I have powers. I'm a man and now. Da- <laughs> and his dad, I'm a man now. Right. And his dad says, you cheated. You cheated your Ooh. way. Did he punch a hole in his stomach too? Did he? No, no, no. I have no idea. They he didn't kill he his did dad, right? I mean, we don't know. He probably did. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be I, surprised. I feel like for a moment, for him like that, now that he has power to to take control of his life, I feel like if he was going to, that would probably be a moment to to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no especially after his dad says, "You're a disappointment." Yeah. You know. Right. Right. So from there, I guess from there, you just have Soldier Boy build up this front of, you know, just this hard ass dude who doesn't care about anything, puts up his uh, his shield, his Ooh. his wall, you know, and doesn't let anybody in. And then, you know, uh, he's basically I feel anytime Soldier Boy beats anybody up, that's him pounding on his dad, you know. <laughs> And that, again, we just have these two. Uh, did, we talked about this too, right? Uh, Soldier Boy's Captain America, Homelander, Superman. Yeah. The Golden Child. I and... brought it up. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Doctor. I thought Jay. it was me, but no, it wasn't. Oh, but you have you, a bad Toasty. memory, so that's okay. Yeah. But you know, it's the whole. Um... Oh, I forgot where I was going with this. But they're just the they're broken. Boy. They're both broken. They're just broken individuals. All right. You know. Uh, for different reasons, but then, all right. So now, what? We're at Vault Tower, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're at Vault Tower. Everything happened. Everything that happened in Vault Tower was fantastic. Easily, yeah. Yeah. There were so many dynamics and relationships going, and I mean, it was chaos. It was complete, cha- but the good kind of chaos, because you had no idea which character was gonna fight who where their motivation was going to bring them because what uh it starts off with homelander right you have uh queen mave butcher and soldier boy that's how it starts off as they come in and you know they're gonna you know their goal there is to destroy homelander but homelander brings in a bit of a curveball because he sees his dear old dad and he's like look daddy we're a family now and he brings <laughs> over ryan this is your grandson this is something where and again maybe you guys can explain it for me i didn't like the jump that soldier boy had from he was kind of questioning to like you know oh that's my son i would have given him the title he goes from that to you're a disappointment, Homelander. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. Like, Wait, so you don't see how he gets to that point. My assumption is the whole family thing, like the gooey gooey family, and then Homelander kind of tearing up a little bit. I'm guessing he just viewed that as 
you're you're weakness. a weakling. You're weak. Yeah. 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 So was that was that I just I don't know. It's, I it's, of... okay. I, I feel it's basically Homelander is asking for the handout for his dad's love while, you know, uh whatchamacallit. Oh, but Soldier Boy Soldier is Boy like, um is he's actively trying to take or earn the father's love, you know? Right. He's working for it. He's working right. towards it. Right. And then when it basically comes down to is um oh I, sorry, someone just called me. Give me a second. What it basically comes down to is Soldier Boy's like, well, fuck family, you know. If you're not gonna go out and take what you want, you know, it don't even matter. So seeing that right there in Homelander with Ryan, Soldier Boy's like, I'm out, you're weak. Like, or maybe okay. it reminded Soldier Boy, Homelander reminded Soldier Boy of himself. For that that's part probably too. how it There's was. Part of that too. Yeah, him begging for his dad to love him, him doing everything for the dad to love him, and the dad rejected him. And Soldier Boy ironically ended up doing the same thing to his son, even though he hated his dad for doing this thing. So it shows this intergenerational cycle of abuse. Generational trauma. Generational trauma for the sure. The theme of yeah. a lot of uh entertainment media for or 2022. Lack, well, on Homelander's part, it's lack of generational <laughs> trauma. And then But he grew up with other parents, father figures. So, so that's what I'm saying. It's lack of generational trauma because well, he didn't he didn't have it. Family trauma. And yeah. and funny enough, you know, now that you guys say that, um, Soldier Boy had a moment like that earlier too, where he's reminiscing about you know what his father told him and how oh. he felt about his dad and he was about to get emotional a little bit but he immediately zipped it up like did, did you guys notice that he was about to get yeah. sad a little bit and he just kind of mm, toughened up like He's after like, wake he... me up wake me up uh, when we get to new york exactly right you gotta be a man not a sissy that's what he told homelander and basically that and yeah. honestly I, I thought it was the week it's funny because at first i didn't even think soldier boy was gonna deny just joining with homelander even though he saw the weakness because when he put his hand on his shoulder and he's like i don't know how weak you were but i still thought he was gonna join him like say you you know but you know what don't worry we'll we'll work on that we'll work on that and i thought homelander was gonna feel insulted thinking you just called me weak i'm not I'm not weak. Why'd you call me weak? And then that's when the bickering would kind of start. And then maybe that's what would have caused the, you know, the fist flying. Mm -hmm. That yeah. didn't happen. And I'm fine with it not happening. But I, when, when, when he said that, you know, you're weak and Homelander made that face about weakness, I thought they were going to go back and forth about what is weakness and what is strength. And they're going to have disagreement. They were probably going to be wrong about it, but they both have their own views on how they uh, see that stuff. And so. actually, interestingly enough, I just thought about this, talking about the whole father-son weakness, strength. It parallels to Huey, too, because, you know, here you have their fathers calling them weak. Ah, uh, yes. Huey's father. What Huey originally thought was Huey's father being weak. Huey's father right. was actually demonstrating strength and how he rolls with the pizza rolls right he was always there despite everything and he didn't put that on huey ever you know right so huey never knew strength and i i mean but now huey recognizes what strength really is while these two are you know have their 
weird back and forth and it's not working this is a terrible family it's not gonna work uh, it is not he's homelander's trying he's trying in his own weird messed up way with ryan and ryan's open open to it a little bit too because he even comes in and he's like granddaddy grandpa 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 <laughs> That one was hilarious, man. Um, <laughs> that was, yeah. It was immediately they both uh, disagree with each other and they start hashing it out. They start fighting. Um, I'm trying to remember like what exactly caused the split though. Oh, it was they, Ryan. It was Ryan. It was Ryan. That's right. They all was- got Homelander. They were holding him so that um, Soldier Boy could do his nuke attack right but then ryan tried to stop them right and right. then soldier boy whacked them and then that then it clicked for butcher it clicked for butcher because homelander is ready to get rid of them both because he's like there's no way you're carrying my bloodline he's and, like, he, and he cared though for uh, ryan he cared ryan, surprisingly yes. like ryan was in a helpless state and homelander goes over and he's like are you okay ryan you know and I mean, he was concerned. I was, I was honestly surprised. I thought he would kind of just fair. like slap him in the back of the head and be like, you okay? Come on, get back in the game. Help me out. No, that's because Homelander doesn't care about weakness. He cares about a family, first of all. Yeah, that's, that's what why he that's, deep... a stark, that's a stark contrast from what he was last season. Last I season, mean, he was pushing his son off the roof because his powers weren't awakened yet. That's because he wanted a son to be just like him. And now he does have that, so... He doesn't care how weak or strong the son is. He's just scared that he has a family and he wants loyalty. That's why we see why the Deep is still around. The Deep is probably the weakest member of the Seven, but the Deep shows loyalty. So he gets to stick around over anybody else that might be stronger. Potentially. Yeah. Possibly. I just like seeing him, you know, coddling Brian. It's a well, side of him that you don't see a lot. Yeah. And it's interesting then, to see it. But then you also see, you know, the, the what I would say is probably the biggest twist, the temporary alliance of Butcher and Homelander Yeah, to protect Ryan. Because I guess, you know, weirdly enough, at the end of the day, they both care for this little boy. Yeah. You know? They both and did the dual laser beam. They did that the dual cool. lasers and they right uh, it was like okay where are we gonna go with this are we gonna <laughs> see them all team up to take on soldier boy no because Maeve's like fuck this guy <laughs> Honestly, i love this i, I hated this. that part i hated that what? i wish they, like like they could have taken care of soldier boy first and fought um, with soldier boy before she turned on homelander but this I like this because it's more chaotic. It is in the more sense, chaotic. Yeah. Because in your scenario, Toasty, it's it still would have been cool. It still would have been nice and would have made more sense to like, you know, have a team up, uh, like 5v1, whatever. But I like this chaotic element because you just have so many things going on at once. You have Queen Maeve. First, you have Homelander wanting to get into the fight with Soldier Boy and Queen Maeve is coming in, punching him in the face. And he's like, Maeve, not now. And not he, the time, like, Maeve. It's <laughs> not the time. We will settle this later. And she's not letting him. I, I love that because while that's happening, you have Huey and Starlight and MM 
somehow holding his own with uh um Sochi, I forgot he was there. No, MM had there. the I think he had a grenade launcher. That's all he was doing. Right, right. Yeah. You you would think without a power, like Soldier Boy could just chuck something at him and then he's done, basically. Uh but I mean Butcher was holding his own. Butcher had well, Butcher, Butcher had superpowers. Right. That's what I'm saying. Butcher yeah. was like MM was just there. Like, right. come on. But right. Starlight's doing her thing too. Um man, but yeah, it was very it, chaos chaos is a good way to put it. Cause then you have right. Frenchie and um Kimiko running to go get more of the the whatever the the, the, gas. the chemical the gas. Right. And then of course guards come and they gotta give Kimiko something to do, of course. This was fun because I guess now Kimiko's thing is just related to music now. Like, right. you know puts on maniac of all things and goes in on these guys like he embraces her inner self now she's i no guess <laughs> she's like i was already a monster so now she's like okay thanks like, thanks for realizing that it only took eight episodes for her to come to that conclusion that it's a good uh, thing to be a monster sometimes i guess you can protect the ones you love even though frenchie got shot in the leg he and... did get shot in the leg right fantastic um, but yeah, this was just a crate. It was, uh, I uh, I feel the hero gasm fight was just kind of fun because I guess it was unexpected. This one was fun because it took an unexpected turn amidst the confrontation. So, um, and I guess too, uh, and y'all can answer this if you know, I feel the soup strength, they're all kind of on par with each other. It's just about who can get the upper hand, no? Because, yeah. right, no one was yeah. like knocking anybody out. They were all holding their own just fine, unless they got the upper hand. Like, you know, Maeve got her eye gouged out. That was pretty gross. Oh, Toasty Gore. Yeah, but that was pretty bad. <laughs> it was, it was pretty, pretty bad. bad, but it was the bad kind of gore. It was, it was soft. I guess she should have um, lost her hand. He that got, she got her eye gouged out. That you, you <laughs> can't get any more metal than that. I'm sorry. But think about it. She could have lost her hand, and you saw the blood flying like a fountain. Well, to be honest, I thought Starlight was about to get chopped in half when he picked up the shield. Oh, oh yeah. I thought he was gonna like throw it. Like uh, I thought she was done. Like, yeah, I thought she yeah. was done. But uh, um, Huey turns up the lights right in the, yep. in the Actually, recording room. Quick question: uh, Starlight's power. What is it? Is it electricity? It's, it, light? it's related to to like light, uh, like a light bulb. Electro. But, I think it's electromagnetism. Electro. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like, if she goes out when the sun's out, that's not going to do anything. Like, she okay. can't harness the power of sunlight. It's yeah, it's that's what just solar. That'd be solar. Yeah, it's got to right. be electricity. So like a uh, thunderstorm, she should be powerful. No, because there's no, 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 no. Like no, no, no. It, it seems more like. It's in her name, Starlight. It just, it, again, it's kind of hard to put into words, but like yeah. you, you are aware of when she's effective in combat because every yeah. time when we've seen her about to lay the smackdown, it's always in a area with like some some type of light source. She draws the yeah. energy from yeah the light source, exactly. but not like solar energy being the sun. It has to be yeah. at that I guess electromag. Magnetism. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll call it that. We'll call uh, it that. You um, drop her in a forest. She all she has is just enhanced strength. Somewhat. Yeah. She's still yeah. Which is yeah. She still has her strength even if she, but she I guess she's more OP. Yeah. When she's able to 
draw more energy out. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it was cool to see her have like a, I guess, really OP moment. Did with, she never uh, fly before? She never flew? I don't think she never floated like that. I think this is the most we've seen her where she's like kind of omnipotent in a way. Like, you know, she, she has control of like the entire area, which is like, so yeah. the brighter the lights are, that's, that's where your source comes from. The, the more know. output, the more she can. The more output. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So she was able to harness that. That was cool. Maeve got her eye gouged out. She was able to land something on. She got she got good hits. She made him bleed. She got good hits, and she got the whole, the 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 thing in his ear. Oh, the Wonder Woman uh, bracelet. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that that thing that he that she grabbed and stabbed into his ear. You didn't see that? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, okay, sorry. Yes. That yes. was brutal. I thought that was gonna be something more permanent. Yes, and then I, I started. Thought, oh, He's oh, not ahead. coming back from that. Or right. Like, I thought it was going to be something be like he's per it's permanently damaged. Like he can't hear out of one ear. And now he's not like the perfect poster boy anymore. Uh, but then I started thinking, oh, well, I mean, they have enhanced recovery uh, it, with it, their abilities. It could, though. It could come back into play. It could. Maybe next season. He's kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, Ashley, what'd you say? You know you're supposed mm -hmm. to stand on this side of me so I can hear you. I oh, you know <laughs> what? I can see that. I could see that. Or he's like, remember when you let those fucks in the building? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, writes so, itself. <laughs> it writes itself. I, I could see it coming into play. It didn't seem like it had any effect on him towards the end of the episode, but again, maybe that wasn't the importance of it. Maybe we'll see more of it later. Um, but uh, yeah, MM, the rest of them, try to put Soldier Boy to sleep again. I'm not going under. I'm not going not back <laughs> in that box. And he's about to nuke the whole place. And I like this little scene because it just shows the theme of choice. You know, you have mm. people that were going there for revenge uh, or with a goal in mind to kill one of them, either kill Homelander, kill Soldier Boy, whatever. But in this moment where it's, everyone's gonna die we don't know what's gonna happen you see a lot of characters make a choice you see butcher make a choice to protect ryan mm -hmm. uh you see queen mave make a choice to not kill homelander in that moment and instead everyone else is gonna die i'm taking uh soldier boy with me goes dives out of the building explodes I kind of wish she had died, but whatever. Yeah, um, it's she's a soup. I can buy. I can buy that she lived, but again, it it kind of takes away from a moment like that. But well, no, I, when you get blasted, you automatically lose your power. Well, that's if she you survived the blast, but she was point blank range. Yes, and she lost her power based on the ending, and she was really on the hundred floor tower and fell to the ground. So, well, the thing is, we don't know what the um the delay between... the delay in turn because Kimiko again she technically got blasted point blank from but, the from and Soldier she survived Boy. she survived and she survived she had the wound but it wasn't recovering so again we don't know like what the whole delay is between when he deactivates your power I don't think we ever are gonna get a concrete answer but. I can buy her living I, thematically. Thematically, I felt like she should have died. 
Yes, but... thematically it would have worked better if she. Well, I'm, again, I'm still questioning. I could have sworn she was point blank, like she held on to him. Oh yeah, but no, guess... yeah, she was. She was at ground zero with that. But I guess what? She let go or what? I no, don't she know. held. No, she no, held. She held. It. So she I don't held. know how she survived because we saw the other soups not make it when they yeah, were that close. Right. You know. And again, it could just be a tie to how she was able to hold her own against someone like um, Homelander. So because maybe she's just strong. I think she's really strong because when you think about her abilities, she's basically a Wonder Woman. And she Wonder is. Woman is is just strength. She is pure. And also, you know, she's, she's got the lasso, acrobatics, all that stuff. But the core of her abilities is her super strength. Wonder right. Woman in the comics is a very powerful entity. Um, Queen May being basically a parody of that, that's maybe why she was able to go uh, blow for blow with someone like Homelander. Mm-hmm. And Homelander felt the, the hits. And in a way, you could even say Homelander was holding back a little bit because he didn't want to fight her at first. He's like, I have my priorities right now with Soldier Boy. Stop it. Stop it. And she was like, no. <laughs> and it was it was just hilarious. It was it was a beautiful fight. But yeah, again, a lot of crazy things happening in this fight. Chaos everywhere. And you love it. I, I mean, I, I, I loved it. I thought this was one of the better uh fight sequences um of the boys in its entire run, not just this season, in its entire run. Cause you're just keeping track of all the chaos, trying to figure out who's going to go after who and it's just great i think it was great was this the best episode of season three i kind of like last week's episode a little bit more i feel like it was more evenly paced um and i feel like the build up to everything that was in this season it was just done a lot better the season finale is great i like it but i'm mainly focusing on the 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 final part of the finale not necessarily stuff that came before it, because uh, that's when you get into a little muddy, a muddy of the waters. Um, but once this fight concludes, we get the wrap up of everything, right? Uh, we get to see basically Ryan and Homelander walk out from this fight, and, and it's funny because again, it's a side of Homelander you don't see, but Ryan is asking him. Dad, please, can we just leave? I don't want you to do this anymore. Can we leave? Homelander leaves. Homelander leaves. And he wanted to destroy everyone in that room. And he probably could have. He probably could have. Without Soldier Boy there anymore, he likely would have killed them were it not for Ryan. So take for what you will. Ryan's the one that, in a way, maybe not intentionally, but Ryan saved them. For now, Ryan. For now. uh, A de facto cop out. Do we want to mention it? I Mm. think we should mention it. Oh my God. I mean, what you were just saying, what you were alluding to. De facto cop out? Are you talking Mm. about the ending with him? Oh, no. Well, well, you know, Ryan easily is like, let's go, dad. I don't want to be here. Now, with regards to the very final scene of this episode, we might not see the same version of Ryan next season because what we have here is kind of a, the reassurance Homelander was looking for to where, you know, he was always concerned with, if I let loose, 
I'll lose my fans. I'll lose my people. I'll lose my points in the, you know, right. Whatever. And what we got here is what? So, oh my God. And it, <laughs> I literally just saw a meme where it literally said, uh, Trump supporters watching the boys. And it's that, uh, scene from, uh, euphoria and the play. And it's like, Oh my gosh, is this show about? Oh, oh. yes, I saw that one. <laughs> no way, that's yes, perfect. The that's perfect hilarious. meme. The that's perfect. Playable. Yeah, yeah. That, that's peak. That's peak. That is that is freaking hilarious. I like that. So, oh my god. Um, so what do we got here? It's it's another rally or a protest, and what Homelanders? Hey everybody, hey relax, calm down. I'm here, and they're like, yeah, Homelander. I, I want I want you to meet someone. I'm like, it, he's this is my son, Ryan. Wow, you have a son? Oh you my have God. a son? Oh my, yeah. <laughs> the American dream. Um, I think I saw one uh, One of their signs said, uh, like, guns. Uh, oh, man, I, I want to go back and look at that scene. Some of those posters were bad. It was like, guns, something, and Homelander, home of the Braves type of stuff. It was That's really hilarious. bad. It's really cringy. Because this is, again, it is a reflection of what goes on in our current society. So you have the one Starlight supporter out there who throws a can and it Down hits, with the fascists. Right. <laughs> it's Ryan. Which was funny. It just... It well, yeah, it's, he's superpower and he's fine. It's just but silly. It's, it's the, the disrespect. The disrespect. Who did that? Who did that? Not was it chance. you? <laughs> But let's be real. Start shit, get shit. The man could have gone home. He chose to be a clown that day. He could have stayed home, maybe turn on the the PS5. They told him don't go. Done a podcast, anything. (laughs) Talk about a show that they like. Because he's the only one that went. He's the only only one one that went. went. Yeah. And he paid for it. But it's it's you know it's it's a cool scene because. We've seen Homelander picture what would happen if he let loose on a crowd. Yeah. And, and then it was always, it reels us back. And, oh, he was imagining. He's because not imagining. We, and it was always our fear that when he did let loose, which it for seasons, it's been boiling up to, this man is going to pop a screw and kill someone in public or kill a bunch of people in public. And we finally get that screw popped. Uh, funny enough, it was Ryan, something that was done to Ryan specifically that made him do it. Again, still irredeemable, but something that happened to someone else other than him that he cares about, and it infuriates him. Kills the guy, and you have that moment of silence where now it's like, oh my God, this is, it's over. Yeah, I mean, he up. realizes what he did, right. My exactly. supporters are done. And what what would you have it? You have Janine's Janine's stepfather yep. in the corner, like <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he he pulled a and foaming the- mouth guy from Avatar. The <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, MM better go in on him in season four. He better go. He he's gonna have a reason to. He's gonna find a reason to. He I know he regrets it somewhat doing that in front of his step stepdaughter, uh, but then you know Frenchie kind of convinces him saying, "Yo, show this side 
to your daughter so that she's more understanding as to why you're like this. Cause you just show up and punch your stepdad in the face. Yeah, she's like, yo, why'd you do that? Like, what's the problem? I just want to go to a Homelander rally. Now she's going to see the, I mean, that's going to be on the news. That's going to be on the news in season four. Homelander just made a dude's head explode. And they might open their own militia state in season four. I don't know where it's going to go. Um, I don't know what you guys thought of the scene. What, what, what do you think? Like, is this, is this the beginning of the end? It was hilarious. It was instant death. But, but was it. it was it was the humor heightened because it was Janine's stepfather that was yes. there that that, that cheered? Yes. Honestly, the only thing that would have made it better is if the daughter was there also and he started no. cheering next to her. No, because it would have shown how psychotic he was that he was willing to cheer for this, even though he was warned that she could have been in danger if she was there. Oh, maybe the blood splattered on her. And, exactly and he starts cheering like not even knowing that that what just happened to her is likely traumatizing exactly yes okay i mean maybe that would have added a little bit a little bit more um, i mean i appreciate janine and mm scene together more than i think janine being there traumatized. that would have been better if you know we can see an aftermath but it's like the final scene so it could still happen it, it could. I mean, he's not. She, he's not supposed to bring her to those rallies anymore. So we'll see what he tries to do. Because at this point, Homelander's like, I could do whatever the fuck I want because I have these people, and it's a good amount of people. And what example is he setting for well, your background? They're cheering for them, and you know, Homelander's eating it up. So Ryan's like. <laughs> why can't i why can't i exactly <laughs> maybe know? i can join in on the fun so like... I, I don't know because next this yeah correct there's no way this doesn't make it to the news but at this point vault tower is going to be like ground zero for homelander and his faction i feel you know right it's going to be these people i don't know pitching tents outside of our tower like you want to get the Vought Tower? You got to go through us. Yeah, Tiki They're torches try. in hand. How much do you want to bet? How much do you want to bet? They're going to make a parody of the January 6th uh, mm. riots in season four. Because mm, yeah, now right. yeah. they're starting to rally together and Homelander is gaining support. They're going to get 100%. They're going to get armed in season four. They're going to get armed. And what Homelander is going to rally them to be like the only way we will all get our freedom is if we topple this this terrible government that wants to control you. Will you let this government control you? No, hell no. And then the I am telling you. No, yeah, I believe it. I believe and, it. And I mean, I don't know what they would storm. I, I don't know if they're going to actually storm the Capitol or some other building that's supposed to represent the government. I, I mean, knowing the how White House. It could be the White House. Just Because in the uh, comic, Homelander becomes the president, de facto president. So. Oh. Well, there you go. Um, I mean, I'm telling you, with how this season parodied to an effective degree with excellent writing, um, you know, those rallies, how, how they would play out with Homelander and rallying his own people, I I think it's a missed opportunity if they don't do something like that. And it makes sense in the story. It, like, it's not like it's pandering or like it's, uh, 
it's 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 being forced into the the script literally that's what it's building up to they are ecstatic that homelander just popped the head of someone that disagreed with them they are going to be frantic they're going to be yeah they're gonna lose it next season and i can't wait i cannot wait to see where, where they're gonna go with it they yes huh. they they've excellently set the board they did a really yeah. good job with the the early rallies and watching them build and watching the kind of the support build so now it's gonna right. hit the fan i mean this is pretty much homelander hitting the fan now it's about to go to shit. he's gonna rally them to do something stupid and that's gonna hit the fan and the boys right. are gonna have to turn their attention to quarreling the masses because this is gonna get out of hand real quick no it is it is um and that's i mean that's about it in the season oh and also the boys they actually recruit uh starlight starlight officially joins the boys squad uh butcher returns and he doesn't tell anyone that he's you know close to dying uh because he you know hopped up on temp v a little too much um but hey he he's never been one to share his his personal turmoils with the with the boys with any of the squad so he's just there they see on the news that nadia she's joining um the race for vp along with singer and i don't know where that's gonna go but right now the boys have their eyes set on her stopping her and homelander maybe might be an afterthought in season four like he'll still be part of the story and you know causing trouble but you know initially going into season four it looks like their focus is going to be stopping nadia with whatever plan she has because we still haven't even seen her sister who has hopped up on uh oh, her actual... daughter her daughter, oh, I'm sorry, her her daughter, daughter her yeah daughter. right she's hopped up on v um and she has some ability we don't know what it is yeah uh, but we'll see in season four um any any final thoughts on the actual season or where you want season four to go? Because uh, it, it's starting to film in August, so they're set. They're they're booking it, and if uh, you know, in a perfect world, all things you know go uh, according to plan, we might get by this time next year season four. Oh yeah, just maybe. No, no more COVID. It'll happen. No more COVID. They they're they're getting to work. They know what they set in season three. So. I don't know what 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 do you guys want? What do you think is gonna happen? Because uh, I I already laid out my thoughts for the most part. More blood. Oh yeah, more gore. That's it. Yeah, more, more gore. gore. I want to see some head fly off. I want to see the street a mess. Not only heroes killing heroes. I want to see regular people going at it each also like a random person's walking in a bar. I hate home labor. What did you say? Boom. That's gonna Ooh. be and people uh, cheer. Janine's stepfather. That's yep, the stepfather. Oh, you know, it's funny because he, he was like somewhat calm a little bit, like in the season. Like, you know, yeah. he was like he had his weird views of like Homelander and the mainstream media, but then he saw a head get exp uh, explode in front of him and he's like, Yeah, <laughs> that was the kick it needed. The yeah, well, push. That's what a lot of them needed, they just needed someone to come up and do that you know murder in cold blood without any repercussions no one's gonna step to homelander and be it like it was a punishment yeah correct <laughs> they were like 
They need to be punished. Starlight followers. They're child traffickers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I I don't have any expectations. Um, I think the boys does a good job at just. Again, I like going in kind of blind and just taking in what they give us. But I mean, predictions. We'll see Ryan in a suit. I thought he was gonna come out. I, in a, I well, when he when he floated down, mm-hmm. I, thought I thought he was he, gonna be in one. Yeah, I thought he was. So yeah, we'll they're definitely saving that for the next season. Right? We'll see. Yeah, we'll definitely see kind of the 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 brainwashing of Ryan happen next season. Uh, I'm sure we'll get some you know cool action with starlight now being part of the boys uh i would like to see starlight and kimiko do some stuff together um but then you know with the rest of the boys they gotta find a way to still be on par with the soups without using temp v because i mean yes you have some soups but they can't be doing all the work so i need to see them step up in some way so i feel season four is going to be kind of like the previous seasons except with you know starlight on their squad but with all right. this extra chaos going on you know because it uh, that's what actually yeah uh i feel what we're gonna get is a uh real world view of what our world would look like if it was just kind of like a civil war again but based on political parties so Ooh. yeah i think that's what it's gonna come down to and they're just gonna have fun with it. They're gonna have fun in what they do. You're gonna see plenty of blood in just these weird scenarios. Like, I don't know, the deep fucking of giant squid. We might get that. We forgot about the life. wife. She wrote a book and too deep. Oh, yeah, was that right. was that the title? Yes, that was it the was. Title. Wow, it was, her, it was her tell-all of yes. all the things that the deep Excellent. did. That'll, Even that'll though she back. was the mastermind, she was the quote-unquote mastermind of everything the entire time. Mm, that'll come back for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like to see again A Train. Come on, man. I'm I really need I'm I'm hoping for your redemption. That you you're you're a piece of shit, but I, I think you can do some Ooh. good. And and one last character moment because uh well Queen Maeve, uh, we're probably not gonna see her again until like maybe some re- faithful return or whatever, because now she's gone off with her wife or girlfriend, mm. whatever. And uh, she's done. She she doesn't have any more powers. She anymore. out. She's out. So her abilities are gone. But Ashley so had security footage of Queen Maeve surviving the blast, and she deleted, deleted it, it mm-hmm. with Nadia. So I noticed Nadia was there, right? No, that wasn't Nadia. That wasn't Nadia. Okay. No, that was it, the it was intern. The other Ashley. Yeah, it was the intern that the she. Actually, yeah, yeah, the intern tried actually. to go to the elevator with her, and she was like, "No, that's only for VIPs. Right. Take the stairs." Um, who was the one that deleted it? Was it Ashley Bald or? I mean, uh, Ash- Ashley, Ashley Bald. Bald Ashley was there regardless of who deleted it. Yeah. I guess she, so she approved them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, she okay. approved of it. So she allowed. And I mean, we saw it early in the episode too when they went to go transport Queen Maeve out of there. She kind of felt bad putting her to sleep. She's like, "I'm sorry, I'm not trying to do this intentionally." Mm-hmm. Um, but for once, she has a bit of control in her life, and she deletes the video file. I think that's nice. Ashley, Ashley tries. She's stuck in a very dumb situation that she should not have put herself in, but you know, she, she does what she can when the opportunity arises. 
she could have easily have sent that in to Homelander or someone at Vaughn and say, oh, look, Queen Maeve's alive. But she didn't. She deleted it. She has some good in her. She so. has some good. Right. But, I mean, I guess the stage is set for season four. Uh, let us know what you all think about season three somewhere on the internet, whether you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, or Instagram, at the Yonko Table. And check out the videos on at Dr. Jace Attorney to see our lovely faces for the pod episode. And keep the conversation going on Discord. We're popping there every day, having our good old discourse on all things Marvel, Disney, the boys, everything really. So let us know your thoughts. Join the Discord. Check out the Patreon down below and let us know what you think. But with that, everyone, I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, fellow Yonko, Grandmaster Hoop, and Supernova Toasty. Signing off and take care. <laughs>